killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I'm Nalzi Lee. And I am Danny. And today we have, well, we promised you a surprise. Yeah. If you don't remember us promising a surprise, it's because you didn't listen to the previous episode. So, so go back and listen to us promising you a you? surprise. Okay, <laughs> listen to that one first so that you can be promised a surprise <laughs> to receive your surprise. So today we actually have a guest and we have not only is she a guest, but she's actually phoning in all the way from Australia. What? All the way no. over, Woo-hoo. over there. So <laughs> no, 14-hour flights. Yeah. Yeah. It's nighttime <laughs> here. So it's daytime for you. It's yeah, the shame in the middle of the night. But I'm here. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is very interesting. So I would like to introduce AZ. Um, she is my Hello. Cousin, um, and she is going to be joining us today on this today's episode. And she's going to introduce the topic. So do you want to take us away? Yes. All right. So. The backpacker murders were a set of serial killings that took place in New South Wales, Australia, between 1989 and 1993, committed by Ivan Milat. The bodies of seven missing young people aged 19 to 22 were discovered partially buried in the Belangelo State Forest, 15 kilometres southwest of the New South Wales town Berrima. Five of the victims were foreign backpackers, three German, two British. And two were Australian travellers from Melbourne. Melbourne? Melbourne. <laughs> Malat was convicted of the murders on the 27th of July, 1996, and was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences, as well as 18 years without parole. He died in prison on the 27th of October, 2019, never having confessed to the murders of which he was convicted. Yes, so we've got a we've got another serial killer for you. We thought we'd bring it back. <laughs> yeah, you know, we haven't done one in a while because Nolene always complains when I pick one. No, when she picks the the gross ones. All serial oh, killers. This one are is gross. gross. Um, this one yeah, was this one's gross. It's not what it sounds like. When I say gross, I mean like they cut the body up and then they drain the blood and then they. They, they this, sent an well, ear. Technically, I mean, this man did do quite gruesome things and then just left yeah, to yeah. die in the forest. Yeah. The, and it's called the Belanglo Forest. That's um, hence the name yeah. of the show because that is where he left his victims. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very scary because actually it's this forest is um, off of a, a highway called the Hume Highway, which like you have to drive on to go like, down south to Melbourne and Canberra and all that stuff. And I oh. drive on it and I look at this forest no. and I'm like, is someone <laughs> right now? You would like, not catch uh, me dead on that highway. <laughs> no way. Not walking Yo. at least. If you have to use the highway, you'd have no, to be on I the highway. I will go around. I will find back roads. Is there another yeah. way? Are there other ways um, to go? Surely. I am assuming so. <laughs> Wait, have you driven I on it? I think so. Yes, but oh, hell not no. me personally. Like, a few years ago, but it's very scary. <laughs> no, no, no. That sounds no, next yeah. man comes up. No, mm, he's I'm, dead. Uh-uh. Who knows how many copycats come out there now? Being oh, like, like his okay, come brothers, on. friends, cousins. Absolutely Ugh. not. You wouldn't mm. catch me. <laughs> so we're going to tell you the, just give you a brief outline of the story, and then we'll get into the facts. So on the 30th of December 1989, James Gibson, 
and Deborah Everest, two Australians visiting Sydney, were last seen alive leading Sur leaving Surrey Hills to hitchhike 300 miles to Aubrey. In January 1991, German backpacker Simone Schmild, Schmiddle. Like, don't speak, Schmiddle. I don't yeah. speak German, <laughs> <laughs> left Sydney to hitchhike to meet her mother in Melbourne. On the 20th of December 1991, two German hitchhikers, and I'm going to let AZ say these names because she can say yes, them really well. My, these are my favorite names. Okay, Gabor Neugebauer and Anja Hapschi. I don't know what I would have said. That's what have come out of my mouth. They left King Cross to hitchhike to Darwin. On the 18th of April 1992, British backpackers Joanne Walters and Caroline Clark were last seen alive leaving King's Cross to hitchhike around Australia. None of these young people were ever seen or heard from again. They were all young and carefree, searching for fun and adventure. They were all last seen, seen hitchhiking along the Hume Highway. They all accepted a ride from a friendly stranger and they were all killed by Ivan Milan. Every stranger is not friendly to me. I'm not getting in your car. You're no, a liar. <laughs> no, first of all, I will never get in someone's car I don't know. And you best believe I will not let anyone in my car. Yeah. <laughs> no, not a chance. Hitchhiking. No, that's scary. Not a thing. Don't no, I do would it. never hitchhike. I, mm -mm. No. Because mm -mm. you don't know whose car you're getting into. First of all, I don't like walking. Yeah. <laughs> or running. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't doing that. <laughs> not happening so we're gonna get into basically what happened and give you all the gruesome details um because yeah. actually ivan malad became known as australia's worst serial killer so he kind of made a reputation for himself and from 1989 to his uh, when he was captured he abducted robbed sexually abused tortured and murdered seven backpackers Okay, and like we said in the beginning, they were found in the Belanglo Forest. Yeah. Okay. Now, apparently, it's very common to have hitchhikers in Australia. Is that a... Is it like a thing? Look, the amount of times I've driven on a highway, I don't think I've ever seen anyone hitchhiking <laughs> or hitchhiking. Okay, so <laughs> I clearly no scared them off. Yeah, you did. <laughs> They're like, walking where? No, never. Because apparently, there's like all these places where you can... Didn't, Oh, there is. There is, like, places you can, like, stay in. Um, like, I don't know what they're called. Like, mm, what's the word? Like, backpackers, hotel or hostel, whatever. But I can't say I've ever, like, seen a backpacker. So they're not as common as it was made out to seem. Because this, this no, made it I seem wouldn't like... But it also so says mean. that he was the worst serial killer. Do you guys not often have serial killers in Australia? Because... No. I literally don't know any other like serial killer. Do we? Because we only killers, killed yeah. seven. But we do, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Do. Look how much I know. Oh. But ours are not like <laughs> they are serial killers. Okay, wait. They are serial killers, but ours are not crazy like those ones abroad. So, That's so, why they're not as famous. So not like mm. Jack the Ripper. No. Or hmm. I don't know. How Nothing else. like <laughs> that. It's just they rob you, they kill you, they leave you in a field. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Still not the nicest way to no, go. No, but, I mean, <laughs> no. no. Um, apparently, he was very violent. I mean, I could imagine. And they, he, he, the reason he chose the hitchhikers is because they're away from family and friends. And to hide them in a forest, I mean, that takes a while to then discover. Yeah. And also, if people are hitchhiking, they, if they're gone for a couple of weeks, it's not like no alarm is raised. Yeah. You know they're out. 
doing whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the first two remains were discovered by two cross country runners, and they were Caroline Clark and Joanne Walters. Okay, and this is the first crime scene that they found. And Joanne Walters had been stabbed fourteen times. Fourteen. Okay. One was to Ouch, the neck. Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. Ouch. <laughs> One was to the neck, which they said was fatal. And apparently she was like lying in like a weird position on her stomach with like her arms up. And then the second victim, Caroline Clark, was found 50 meters away and she had been shot 10 times. And apparently she'd been used for target practice. Who are these yes, brave yes. souls that... You're... Sorry? I was going to say, I was watching a documentary about this last night and it said that, so I think uh, Caroline was killed first, that's what they said, and she was like just lying dead and then he like shot her in the head and like obviously your head would move, right? And he would like go to the other side, push her head forward and then shoot her this side and then he'll go this way. He's like, kick this way, shoot her. And I'm like, so he played, he literally played with the body. That is crazy. Yeah. Who are these brave yeah. people who go um, running in a forest? I'm not like, if I'm a cross-country runner, I'm not <laughs> running in a forest. No. Why are they so brave? <laughs> you know what? That would always, you know, imagine, my worst fear is, what if you walk somewhere and then there's a dead body? Guys, I'd probably faint. Yeah. Like, <gasps> I hate, like, blood and no, no, no. that kind of stuff. So, like, I just, <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do. If I, if I came across mm. this crime scene, I don't know. Mm-mm. I think they'd That's find scary. her as the third body. <laughs> 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 Nothing happened to her. We just, just found her there. Had a heart attack. <laughs> and actually, That's so there right. was a forensic psychiatrist called Dr. Rob Milton, and he built up a profile, which then helped with catching the killer. And he actually believed that there were two killers. That's why the bodies were so far apart, and it was different methods of killing. Because normally a serial killer mm. sticks to the same like mo. Yeah. If you like strangulation yeah. knife, but this it was literally two different, completely different. Mm. I mean, they, they weren't even like put the same way, or yeah, it's like it was weird because that's not typical for for serial killers. And yeah. he also said that the this person or these killers would have lived or grown up with violence. They would have a criminal record. They would have loved guns, hated women, loved authority, loved power, but hated authority. Had a, a blue-collar job, and basically, what they did is the police then took all like this information and they started looking through old um, criminal records. Yeah. Which then um, Ivan Milad's family actually popped up because I think quite a couple of the siblings have criminal records and they thought, okay, let's keep an eye on them. The reason then they suspected Ivan was because he was the only one who didn't have alibis for all the The murders. murders. Yeah. And, I mean, like... Because actually, you know what? um, In that same documentary, he was saying that, like, as, like, children, like, because I think they're, like, ten siblings or something. um, As... Yeah... As children, they literally had guns and they used to play um, almost like hide and seek, but with guns. And they used to like shoot at each other. So they like must have been crazy. You know, I'm man. all like, for a round of yeah. paintball or laser tag, but like with real guns, no. So what do you yeah. do? Okay, I no. found you. <laughs> <laughs> that is no, 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 literally, so weird. They literally shot each other. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Absolutely crazy. not. Mm. And you see, the thing is, at this time, they didn't actually have enough evidence to like search the house or like... Take or arrest Milan, but they they still like they kept him under surveillance. Mm. Yeah. So, 
Um, they then found Deborah and James. Okay, they were found by some um, bushwalker. Again, why are we going walking in the forest? Why? What? You Who knows? Know, this <laughs> forest. No offense, AZ, but I've heard that um, Australia has some really creepy like animals like spiders and stuff and now you're just walking in the forest <gasps> oh, don't thing. bring up the spiders man spiders spiders everywhere in the forest don't no. go bushwalking if you hate spiders no no <laughs> no 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 i would freak out uh-uh. no no i'd faint every single time i saw one i'm good thanks okay and um deborah and james had both been killed by multiple stabbings and then their bodies had been covered covered with like sticks and forest stuff stuff. and both and in both cases so in both the first crime scene they found and this several like items and clothing had been um removed and this is then when they kind of put um put it together that they were dealing with a serial killer and then they've sent Mm -hmm. out the search of like 300 police officers and they searched a 78 kilometer forest and a month later, they then found the three other victims that had been killed by him. And here's the thing. It's like some were bludgeoned, some were stabbed, some were shot, some were strangled, some were tied up, some were sexually uh, yeah. abused. Like it never stuck to what he kind of just like yeah. when he found someone was like, oh, wh- what can I do mm. to this person today? It wasn't because sometimes serial killers often they have that procedure. There's a reason behind it. Like he'll like, for example, I'll kill yeah. someone with blonde hair because my mother had blonde hair and she abandoned me or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's it's really like, he just... Yeah, he's a, just like, I want to kill you. You're gone. Pew. Yeah. Unless he was studying serial killers and he's like, oh, that person stabbed. Let me try stabbing. Oh, that person shot the person. Yeah. Let me try well, that. Oh, that person did that. We'll get into his head a little bit later because it is quite interesting yeah. what was going on there. Mm. Um, but... They saw also that as the um, they found more crime scenes, as he was the more he killed, the more like violent he got, the more sophisticated he got, and the more real ritualistic. Mm. So he kind of was like getting, um, a, yeah, yeah, like getting yeah. a feel and yeah. what he likes and stuff like that. And on November nineteen ninety, in November nineteen ninety three, they actually the police appealed to the public and are like, if anyone has any information, please can you help us? And they. They'd gotten over 5,000 phone calls. I mean, that's a lot of phone calls. But there's one that stood out, and this was by another backpacker named Paul Onions. And he is the witness. He's like a star witness in this case. I I think he's really important. That's like a real surname. Onions, yes. Yeah, I know. It's very funny. (laughs) Okay. No, when I first heard it, I was like, am I hearing this correctly? <laughs> <laughs> is it onions? Like, it felt the same in everything. Everything. You know, when those weird people, like people, my mo- brother had a teacher named Mrs. Fish. You're like, Guys, what? I would never, if, if I married someone with a weird surname. I'm keeping I'm mine. I'm keeping mine. <laughs> and you taking mine as well. <laughs> okay, and what happened was, is Ooh. a couple of years before the first murders took place, is that he had gotten a ride with Ivan. And... It was all going great, you know, just sitting in the car. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to the radio. Just chilling. Um, especially with you strangers. Like, it's really weird. And then suddenly, like, the atmosphere in the car changed. And like, he stopped the car, and Ivan got out and then came back with a gun. And mm. this man was like, oh, hell yeah. no. And he got up and ran. And he ran in <laughs> zigzags because Ivan was shooting at him. So, fun fact, this is Navy mm. training. I didn't know this. But if you're being shot wow. at, running zigzags because then it's harder for them to aim. It's the same thing if you get if you're oh. being chased by a rhino, you must run in zigzags because a rhino it will slow them down. 
don't ask why. No wow. Questions. Wait, why? Do you know this? We want to know. We were on camp <laughs> at school and they took us too far out into the bush and then we're chased by a rhino. So then was someone yelling, run like in zigzags. Yes, the council. Oh. I was like, run in zigzags. <gasps> that oh is my creepy. gosh, that would freak me out, man. Yeah, it was a uh-huh. um, great experience for a little. I think I was, I was yeah. in grade six, I think. If I remember correctly, what? and um, yeah, we went too close to the Why? rhino. Why have I never heard this before? <laughs> That's a good what? question. I don't know why I've never told you that. <laughs> so anyway, if you're being shot at, please run in zigzags. It will save your life. Hopefully. Okay. Please, we hope you're not being yeah. shot at, but it's a life lesson. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and he was, yeah. he was actually able to to get away, and then they flew him in from Britain, and he was then able to pick out. Ivan from a line out and that mm. was then enough evidence for them to go search his house yeah and in this house they found mm. like all the backpacks and cooking sets and tents of the victims and they found guns and the same yeah. rope that had been it was literally a gold mine they'd found literally all the evidence mm. they needed to arrest him and that's what they did they then arrested Ivan yeah and I know um one of the older brothers um I don't know what his name was but he was actually trying to, like, say, oh, no, this stuff isn't, like, part of, like, the people who got killed. He's like, no, no, this is our stuff. This is my tent. And it's like one of the tents was, like, cut, like, with, it had been like, cut with a fishing knife. And then the guy had, like, put some tape on it. And they were like, the tent literally has a cut and the same tape on it. How can you claim it's your tent? I feel like, like that brother should so have gone stupid. to jail as well. <laughs> well, because, I mean, yeah. I was watching the documentary. Apparently, it, w- it was one of his brothers who said that most of his family, they they stood by Ivan. Because most of them yeah, were criminals. Yeah. I mean, they only found Ivan because his family was filled with criminals. So. No, I know. And exactly. He was a yes, compulsive man. trophy taker. And here's now this is what makes me so think. So <laughs> he, he got, um, later on in his life, he got a girlfriend. And he gave the girlfriend one of the sweaters that he had taken off one of the bodies. Oh, no. Not good. Imagine <laughs> you get a gift from your boyfriend and it's something he stole from the person he killed. Oh. Did the person discover this while she was watching the news? She's like, oh, I like this. No, because apparently that person, so the victim's mom <laughs> had then seen a picture of the girlfriend and is like, that's my daughter's hoodie. Oh. <gasps> Oh, awkward. Guys, when I tell you, that is when I would have been like, Jesus, take me now. Yeah. I've had a good life. (laughs) I've had a good life here, but that is just too much for me. That is crazy. Boyfriend gives you a gift. You think, oh, he bought me a nice present. Mm. He killed someone. No, no, no. No, thank you. (laughs) Absolutely no, thank you. So um, he maintained Mm -hmm. his innocence. Uh, throughout the uh, trial and he's never actually confessed to the murders and they did try and investigate more of his family because then they thought there could still have been a partner out there. Um, And then he actually, he took the stand and I think this is where he made his biggest mistake because he was trying to have this image of that he was innocent. And he took the stand and what happens is they had found these gloves in the house and the um, at the end of the day, the, the lawyer had been like, oh, the gloves in the forest. Now, because he's someone who likes to be in control, because he, they had said the yeah. forest, he said, I never wore the gloves. And he was going to say, I never wore the gloves to the forest, which then he was, meant he was in the forest. Mm-hmm. So then he slipped up and oh, the jury... Oh, 
were. The jury, that any doubt the jury had was settled right there and then. Because mm. it's like, okay, he was there. And it was a huge mistake on his part. And yeah. he was found guilty. We said it before in the beginning. He got seven life sentences plus the additional 18 years. And that was for the attempted kidnapping and murder of Paul Onions. And he died in 2019. Mm. So also quite recently. But So that's basically how the story goes. But, I mean, we're going to get in his head. Because yeah. he's a very interesting character, I think. Inter- I mean, again, we don't... Yeah. We don't um, want people to become serial killers but it is no don't do it (laughs) (laughs) but we do like to see what drives people so he was born on the 27th of december 1944 so right there by world war ii my month yo yo your what my birthday month these people these days last week the guy was on the same birthday as my sister and i'll just go to my oh no Oh, she just. I know you're December. I am not even going to say a word. We are going to carry on with the. <laughs> there are a lot of people's birthdays. I, have. I know it's December. 17th. No. I'm going to shut up now. Oh, my goodness. <coughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to. Guys, she's going to kill me after this. So if, 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 if I'm not here next week, just call the police. You know what? I'll just <laughs> run out in zigzags. Then you should be fine. <laughs> So, he was part of a working class um, family, um, rural, and they. Fi- he was the fifth of 14 children. Now, I have one sibling, and it's enough. Imagine 14. Absolutely. That's so <laughs> much admin. Imagine. 14. I have know? to remember what you Little like. Now, imagine as a woman having 14 kids. <laughs> no, that's a lot. I'm okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's like, Not oh, no. feeding them, cleaning up. Oh, no, 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 no. Not, no. <laughs> Um, and his parents would often argue, and other people did used to bully the children. So that's he from a young age he got this he uh, adopted this dominant personality. Yeah, that he needed to yeah. rise up so that he himself could like protect himself. And I mean, uh, uh, someone was writing a book, and it came back. They had interviewed the neighbor, and the neighbor had said they often used to see the dad standing on the children's backs, beating them. So I mean, they were subject Whoa. to violence from a young age, which what's the profile said he would have been subject to violence. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but the thing that I think really broke him was his sister's death. Now, his yeah. sister died in a car crash, but he had raced to the scene and held her in his hands. And I think at that mm. moment, because as we go through this, you're going to see how he had this whole need to be in control. Yeah. The whole reason he was killing yeah. these people was because he needed to be in control of the situation. And I feel like that moment when his sister died, he couldn't control that situation. Yeah. He held her in his arms and he couldn't do anything. He had to watch her bleed yeah, out. And yeah. He, yeah. But, and I think that's where this need for control kind of like started because he was like, oh, flip, I need, yeah. to, I need to be in control. And I mean, he had a job and I mean, he became, he was traumatized after the event. He actually very became very obsessed with like his, um, his self-image. Again, being in control, always yeah. looking good. He wouldn't even drink alcohol because he said that alcohol makes you lose control. Yeah. So he was that. He was that yeah. meticulous. Yeah. He was like, apparently, his house and his garden, everything was like, you know, when people arrange stuff. Yeah. I'm. At, yeah, I promise like you, really probably neatly. had some form of OCD. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah, somewhere there. And he. So, like I said, he had a boss, and he worked very well for this boss until he um, asked for a loan for a car, and then never paid the boss back, and then actually started traumatizing yeah. the boss and his family. 
And then after that, he actually started this life of crime, and it started with like petty things, like yeah. um, stealing cars and robbing shops, and you know. But that's what happens most of these people yeah, do start yeah. with those um, small crimes. And he ended up in jail multiple times. In fact, that most of the siblings in the family ended up. That was again why their criminal record had popped up yeah. when they did the search. Yeah. And the thing was. At that, in the, apparently in those days, uh, there was a guy on the documentary I watched who said during this time, when kids went into jail for like petty crimes, they were so dehumanized in the jail. They actually went when they came out; it was it had done them no good. It had yeah. made them worse. So they went in for petty yeah, crimes, yeah, 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 and then came out and did so much worse. And that's the case here. He went worse. in for like car theft and all that kind yeah. of stuff, and then he came out and he was killing people. So and killed people. <laughs> that's so crazy. clearly didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, his first victims, he picked up two female hitchhikers on their way to Melbourne. And what happened was, is they actually managed to strike a deal with him saying, if, if, um, one of us sleeps with you, then you won't kill us. And he took the deal. Then they obviously went to the cops and all that. And then he yeah. was, uh, did go on his criminal record, but he was acquitted from charges because the girls changed their testimony. And I was like, but Why? But they're probably like that. Probably terrified of this man. Like of course, like I don't know. It makes sense that they would change it. Like I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of would be like, no, put him in jail. <laughs> Me too. Because now look, he's gone and killed now, yeah, seven people. But I could understand. I mean, you they were they were young, and yeah. I mean, I, I could imagine it's quite yeah. scary. And then he got married. He was thirty. She was seventeen in nineteen seventy five. Ah, that is like, wrong. Uh, how did? Yeah. How did they get married? Yeah. So apparently, so she was pregnant with another man's child and needed financial <gasps> backing. So she married him because she oh was desperate. Oh my gosh. Did the law allow that though? <laughs> A 17 year old is still underage, isn't it? It was 1975. Oh yeah. Remember people back, people back then? Yeah, back then. They would get then, married at 13, 14. I mean, 14. my, my great gran <laughs> got married at 16. So if, if I was my great gran, I probably would have already had like four kids. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Absolutely not! <laughs> Absolutely not! Um, and anyway, so she stayed with him. Not a very pleasant relationship. He was very controlling, very jealous. Apparently, like she couldn't go out the house without telling him. She had to provide a receipt for everything she bought. Again, it's this whole thing of him being in control. I'm controlling yeah. my wife. I'm controlling the finances. Everything. Apparently, he became very abusive mm. at stages. All that kind of stuff. And she left him. She good, for yeah, yeah. good for her. Yeah, um, good for her. And she left Yeah, but you know what? I was thinking, actually. Um, sorry to interrupt. But if he wanted to see every single receipt, what if this woman is trying to buy him a surprise present exactly. for his birthday? Like, There's no surprise. surprise no man. <laughs> That's actually such a good point. Yeah. She, tries, she tries to do something nice mm. for you, and then you spoil it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what is this jacket? What is it? Oh, <laughs> your birthday, Hugo. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and she left him in 1987. And he got revenge by burning her parents' house. Oh, my word. That's not revenge. That's arson. That's a crime. Did that you... is a crime. Like, <laughs> yeah. And now, this is the thing. This is where theories say this is when he fell off the edge. This is where... Because now he lost that control. Yeah. Okay? Because yeah. if you look at his timeline, because he had this marriage then he tried to have an, another relationship which also failed and then the killing started and they only stopped when he got mm -hmm. into another relationship because he had lost control over this woman and yeah. he needed to exert that control and power over somebody else and then the only way he could find that was random strangers on the street yeah 
Yeah. Which, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a... Yeah, ruthless, cold-blooded killer. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. And there's actually um, this man called Paul Kidd, who's the author of Australian Serial Killers, and he said, I just can't begin to describe him as a human being. I don't think that he has the feelings of a human being. And... He, because this man, Paul Kidd, he's done a lot of research on Australian serial killers. And he says, oh, so they are Australian serial yeah, killers. Yeah, apparently they're opportunists. So they kind of like, it's like pick you up on the street type of thing. Yeah. And mm. he said that they have several things in Don't common. Don't say that to me, man. <laughs> I live here. Don't say that. <laughs> you will never hitchhike on human yeah, highways. <laughs> if I ever find out you're no. hitchhiking, I will... No. And uh, by uh, the way, if I ever visit, you're never taking me on that highway. I don't care if we, where <laughs> we need to go. We will find another way. I'm not going there. Not a yeah. chance. Absolutely <laughs> no. And he, this man, Paul Kidd, said that Australian serial killers have things in common. Like they come from a underprivileged background. They um, were often like abused as a child. Um, and they had poor working experience. Which all fits yeah. Ivan's story. Mm. But... Ivan killed both male and female. Yeah. He killed more than most serial killers will only do kill one victim at a time. Okay? Yeah, no, he did two. He killed like yeah. two people <laughs> at a time. That? that was crazy. And I mean, so then, because also, you know, that, that forensic psychiatrist had said there was probably two people, but then as they looked into Ivan and got to know his psyche a bit more, they're like, he wouldn't have allowed a second person yeah. because he couldn't be in control yeah. of that other yeah. person. He wanted. He wouldn't have also wanted to share. He wouldn't have wanted to share that power and mm. dominance with someone else. So they they said no. He's different. That's why then they stopped looking for like a partner. Yeah. Because they knew that he was the type yeah. of person who he wanted. The, it would. I probably he probably would have killed the other guy afterwards because he wanted that power <laughs> and dominance. So, oh like, gosh. if we're both sitting in the car and I'm, like, at the back and you in the front, does he go, I'm just going to get a coat from the boot. And then he pulls over. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, bah. That's, that's what oh. happened with Paul. He literally stopped the car, went to the back and started rummaging around. And when he came back, he had a gun. What? What do you do in that situation? Yeah. What? The moment the car stops, I'm out of the car. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> like, peace out. That's if I even got into the car in the first place. No, Which I, I wouldn't, but no, yeah, shame. Um, one thing I'm never, never <laughs> getting in someone no. else's car, especially after this. Um, but yeah, that this was my thing. Is he was very interesting in the fact that he was so. Do- I mean, the Zodiac was the same. The Zodiac shot people. He stabbed people. He didn't have yeah. a set mo. Yeah. He was there. There wasn't the, per, the the reason for killing wasn't so. I don't know how to explain this. Like I said, yeah. there are those people who have. It like, wasn't like it clear. Yeah, like, it like there's have, like, no a set thing that's like, oh, I'm gonna target you. Yes, because yeah. there's no fixed. Yeah. There's no fixed purpose. There's no fixed purpose. Oh, I'm killing people with blonde hair because of my mother. Yada yada yada. No, they, this is just for control. So he just whoever he finds on the street, he's like, do you want to come? Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> do you want no. to come? But also, guys, this. You must Google a picture of this man, but the older version of him. He looks so creepy. He looks Ooh. so creepy. Have you seen a picture of him as an old person? No. No. There's this picture of him smiling. You know, actually, um, in when like he got like convicted and all, there's like this video of him like walking out to like the police van to go to the yes, prison. Yes, I saw that. And he literally he's like bound, and then he starts smiling, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like you are crazy.
crazy. You need to go to jail, man. Like, no, yeah, but I mean, and that was the thing. And I watched another interview with one of his, one of his. I don't know if it was his older or younger brother, whoever it was. And he mm. said that the mom, in like her dying days, went to visit him in prison. And yeah, he, the brother, had said to the mom ask him anything because this is probably going to be the last time you're going to see your son and I mean you don't want to die not knowing the answer to these type of questions yeah, yeah I told yeah. you he's freaky sorry she just she just googled a picture I know he's so gross google man. a he picture really and come up creepy with, yeah and basically you're... what happened was the mom went and when she came back uh, the brother asked her what happened and she said no he confessed to me but he said he'd never say it to the rest of the world Oh, because no. if he confesses it to the rest of the world, it's again, it's it's losing control of his yeah his his control over the situation yeah. And I mean, he stayed. Oh, in, that's very true. Actually, he stayed in yeah. prison for the yeah. rest of his life. I think. I think he died while still in yeah, custody. Yeah, he died in prison. Um, mm. but like, apparently, actually in prison, like apparently he was not a good prisoner. He like tried to escape, and he tried. He like swallowed like razor blades and. Had to like being put in like an isolation like section. Clearly so <laughs> sucked at escaping because yeah, shame. no, uh, there was clearly something very messed up in his head. Like, yeah, I mean, also the, the yeah, I mean, I was looking at pictures of like where they when they found like the crime the his, when they went to his house and they found all the stuff. I mean, he literally, like I said, he literally took their clothes off their back. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's creepy that he gave the clothes away. I mean, like that part. No, but already it's also just... it's also so <laughs> creepy, like because the one guy was saying he played with the bodies like cat, like a cat with a mouse. That's sick. Like AZ oh, was explaining with the gun man. how he'd like shoot the one side, then yeah. move the head back, and then shoot. I mean, even using a human as target practice. I mean, you always seen like the cop shows where they've got that little silhouette of the yeah. man, and then they've got. A, I mean, yeah. Now you sh- that's a real person that you're shooting at. I mean, crazy. That's just but mad. I did enjoy I thought he was very interesting as a person. Yeah. Of what drove him. And I really think he lost control with his sister's death. And then he needed yeah. to exert that power. So when he, he, his relationships didn't work, he started with the killings. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, they yeah. found him. I'm glad that they were able to narrow him down with a profile and then catch him because i mean mm. and but also his other brother because obviously like the forest is huge his other his brother oh, his bro- massive man his brother said <laughs> he honestly believes that there are more much more victims he honestly i believe it. And yeah. I, I don't also think believe, it's just seven i also believe that the brother said he estimates like 28 to 29 but there's never been enough like no. evidence then to to see who or what or what so i mean because yeah. yeah. So who still goes jogging in this forest? I mean, <laughs> like, I don't get it. Who goes jogging in any forest? Like, if I stayed near a forest, I wouldn't go jogging there. I wouldn't walk through it. No. I wouldn't be near no, it. No. I wouldn't want... I'd move. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah. He's very interesting. But, like... Very, very. Yeah, I'm never, ever going near that <gasps> highway. Not a chance. Never. He's ruined it for everybody. No. Apparently, there's a, like a little memorial there with like a plaque, and then it's like got the names of the victims. But I mean, that's it's Probably. actually also sad for the victims they don't know because how many of those families then 
don't have closure because yeah. they've never then found out if this is the guy or whatever. Because what he's also interesting because you know, like in our episode about the murder castle. When H.H. Holmes was arrested, he confessed to more murders than what they knew. Yeah, he, like, over tried, 200. He tried to make yeah. it and they were like more grand. This guy hasn't said... He didn't say anything. Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, you, who knows? He could have killed 200 people. Yeah. And we wouldn't know. And yeah. I mean, he's dead now, so not getting answers. We'll never know now. Would you? That, doesn't that annoy you? Oh, like, so someone much. dies and you're like, they, oh, it's like, I want to know, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That frustrates yeah. me. That's what it irritates me about unsolved cases when we do the unsolved cases and then we were like, we want to know what happened. <laughs> yeah. We want to know what happened. Yeah, but um, we want, let me actually, thank you, AZ, because AZ picked the case. Yes. So, I mean. Oh, no, no. The first time I heard about this case, I was like, do people kill people in Australia? <laughs> I was so confused. That's also the thing. Like, when you think of Australia, you don't think no. of serial killers. Serial Not killers at all. America. Yeah. Really yeah. Like, criminal minds, mm-hmm. FBI. Yeah. Back, yeah, world ends in America. Everything the aliens in come to America. <laughs> See, like, <laughs> so actually, if we ever wanted, we should just yeah. go to Australia. Yeah, <laughs> no, we just yeah. found one. Come on, and there are more. What serial? Killers. Oh wait, that is true. That is and true. And there's spiders. <laughs> Do you know? I saw this video <laughs> in Australia. Apparently, it rains spiders. Oh my gosh! Yes. Literally, like, I think, I think, what's it called? It's true. Um, but I have a fact I must tell you. Oh, what's it called? There, there's a town, basically. It's probably, like, two hours away from where I live. And, like, I think in a few years ago, like, pretty much the whole town was covered in these spider webs. Oh, and, like, it looks like snow. It looks like snow, but it's freaking spider webs, Ooh. spiders are coming down. Oh, like, imagine you walk outside. And then it's just spider webs. I, I would die. I would be like, no, no, no. No, no, but no. Can I, I'm out. Like, Can no. I tell you an interesting fact about Australia? What? They went to war with the emus, which are birds. And they <laughs> lost. The government went to war with the birds. And they lost. I'm, Google it. It is 100% factual. What? Apparently the emus were giving problems. And so <laughs> they even brought in tanks. And the birds won. <laughs> I'm not even lying. If you Google it, there's results. I'm so sorry, but this is why I thought that there were no murderers in Australia. <laughs> because if you can't win against birds, you're, emu, like, you're lost. I thought it was a joke. I, I don't know where I saw it. I saw it and I was like, mm. what is this? And if you Google it, it even says result defeated. I'm not lost. even yeah. lying. <laughs> they literally went to war with birds. Oh. Nolene is googling it. This is so, this is so I embarrassing. This guy has his hand on the bird's neck. I'm sure this bird still like won against him. Looks like an ostrich. Yes, yeah, like an ostrich, but I know there's a difference. Don't Ooh, ask me what Wait, it is, why is he strangling it? I'm sure it still kicked him afterwards. You see, look here, defeated. <laughs> yeah, so guys, Australia has some very interesting things happening over there. Raining oh, spiders, many. war at with the birds. Who would who would fight that? <laughs> yeah, I would. I'm not fighting that. <laughs> that many yeah, birds. No now I'm yeah, scared no, of no, birds, no. so that ain't happening. I would have left. Yeah. You'd have catched, caught me in Fiji. <laughs> oh my gosh, Fiji, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> but. I think we can leave it at that. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us. Thank Amy. you. It was amazing. We Thank loved you having you for here. having me. Yes, and from now until next time, no mourners. <laughs> <laughs>
No funerals. Yes. Active FM. Radio has never been better. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gap and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.